0: Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate, and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with the best insights and advice into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So I wanted to kick off today's episode by asking a a question and um, seeing if if how many of you realize that... um, Over half a million people have moved to Texas since the summer of 2021. Uh, And yet, during that time, uh, in in the state of Texas, multifamily construction starts are down more than 70%. So obviously, this creates a supply and demand imbalance that for us as investors uh, means that there's opportunities. And that's why um, our private equity company, SAS Texas Capital, specializes in multifamily opportunities as well as ground-up construction deals in San Antonio, Texas. And so if you're interested in investing uh, either in long-term multifamily opportunities or short-term ground-up construction opportunities, now is the time to head over to our website, sastexascapital.com. And there you can download any of our free resources on real estate investing, You can also sign up for our newsletter, which will get you in line to be notified as soon as new opportunities become available. If you are an investor and you want to learn more about multifamily or development opportunities in Texas and specifically in San Antonio, Texas, then right now is the time to go to our website, sastexascapital.com, sign up for any of our free resources or newsletter. Um, those are free to, to sign up, free to download, um, and they're, they're yours to keep as resources. You will be put onto our email list and notified as soon as new opportunities become available. Uh, and you can also learn more about existing opportunities. So um, with that said, on uh, during the rest of today's episode, what I wanted to talk about is the different types of multifamily business plans uh, that you might see as an investor. Um, so, as an investor, you know many times you may be presented an offering memo, uh, and the offering memo will walk you through a potential uh, project, and I'll talk to you about what the business plan is for that for that uh, particular project or that particular property. Um, and what I want to do is kind of talk to you about what some of these different business plans are, what they mean, you know, what 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 does it mean for uh, in terms of risk and your uh, risk tolerance. So. Um, You know, this information uh, hopefully will be educational and you'll find it useful as you uh, continue on in your real estate journey. So with that in mind, um, each of the business models um, that I'll talk about are all obviously different and they have their own risk and reward profile, which is what I want to point out to you so that you can uh, make better decisions uh, in terms of what is best uh, for your particular investment goals and objectives. So uh, let's, let's jump in. The first one um, that I'm going to talk about is core assets. And the risk profile of a core asset is extremely low. Um, a lot of institutional capital is typically attracted to this asset type um, because they're, they're usually brand new, uh, built, uh, multifamily units. They're stabilized, they're fully occupied, um, and typically they were built in the the last year or two. So they have very little to no deferred maintenance. Um, They have all of the modern luxuries and amenities. Uh, They usually command the highest rents uh, in in their particular market. uh, And they are occupied by long-term, stable, and highly qualified residents. And for all of these reasons, the risk profile is extremely low for this type of business plan. So the focus uh, for this type of, of an investment is on providing stable income and the preservation of capital. So, so the next type of uh, business model is what I would call a core plus, uh, which is basically like the core uh, that we just talked about, except that these are going to be maybe a little bit older. Um, so the, the risk profile here is what I would say low, uh, low to moderate. Um, these types of properties will will still be uh, well-located, prime locations, but they may have some improvements that need to be made uh, through the uh, new management team. The advertising of the property, some of the amenities may be getting older, uh, and just some minor updates to help boost the overall curb appeal of the property and increase any potential income and revenues Um, So the focus on this type of a business plan, on this type of a property, is still uh, stable income and preservation of capital uh, with some modest growth upside potential. The primary difference, again, between core and core plus is just the age of the property, maybe slightly older for core plus, uh, and thereby providing a little bit more growth uh, potential for core plus. So the next type of business model is what I would call value add, and this is probably one of the more common ones that we've seen, uh, because this is the classic real estate uh, play where you buy uh, an older pre-existing property. Uh, you will put some work into it. Uh, it will. It may require some significant renovations, uh, but the renovations uh, will hopefully pay off and uh, and increase uh, the potential rents on that property. So these types of properties, these types of multifamily properties in particular will usually be about 20 to 30 years old. Uh, They will have uh, some moderate to significant deferred maintenance uh, that's going to be required uh, in the business plan in order to optimize a property and bring it back to its highest and best uh, potential. It's not uncommon at these types of properties to see older amenities that are outdated uh, that the residents aren't even using anymore. Uh, curb appeal is usually lacking. So landscaping is going to be needed. Uh, clubhouses probably need to be renovated. I know I've walked into a few properties and the clubhouses straight out of the 1980s. So you know, uh, with, with the, the shaggy carpet and the, and the, the brown and yellow uh, uh, paint schemes. So uh, lots of deferred maintenance, lots of things that need to be done in order to bring the property back to its you know original luster. Uh, Most, if not all, of the units will typically need to be renovated uh, because the previous owner has probably let the property go a little bit. Um, And so the risk profile here is is moderate. Um, It's pretty much middle of the road. uh, And the added risk comes from the ability to have um, and to execute on the business plan. So if someone buys this property or this type of property and they can't do the proper renovations, and they can't stay on budget, well, that's the added risk component. Otherwise, you're just buying an older, outdated building, and it's going to have rents that are probably slightly below market. So this is an opportunity to uh, renovate the property and force appreciation into the property um, as you're able to uh, raise rents to, to market level you know, based on the renovations that are done at the property. So the next business plan uh, type is what I call opportunistic. And the risk profile here is is very high. These are also typically pre-existing properties, uh, just like the value add that we just talked about, but they're usually either older, uh, even older properties, uh, maybe 30, 40, or more years old, and they need more extensive uh, rehab work. Uh, Sometimes there may even uh, be a rezoning or redevelopment uh, needed. Um, So I would say that these are more speculative in nature. Um, If the business plan can be executed um, properly on time, on budget, and as planned, there should be also higher profit potential on the exit of the deal. Uh, But with that higher profit margin, you also have to expect that there's going to be challenges and setbacks and hurdles uh, that you have to overcome uh, on these types of uh, projects. So again, significantly more risk, uh, slightly better return uh, potential, uh, but again, uh, a little more speculative in nature with these opportunistic types of business plans. And then the final business uh, plan is new development or new construction. And again, the risk profile for these is high. And in fact, I would probably say it's the highest among all of the different business models that we've discussed here um, on this podcast today. And that's because we're talking about ground up construction and we're talking about dealing with municipalities, you know, dealing with zoning, dealing with engineers, uh, potentially architects. And then you've got, you know, any potential supply chain issues you have to factor in, interest rate risk, uh, political risk, economic risk, uh, market dynamic risk, uh, potential recession, you know, pricing may change, you know, two or three years down the road. So, given the longer time frame of these business plans, you know, with with ground up construction, we're talking in years and, instead of, uh, you know, months to execute a business plan, uh, and the fact that the majority of these business models don't offer any cash flow to investors um, because obviously there's no renters in these units until the property is built and occupied, uh, and then stabilized. Um, so, for these factors and for these reasons, this is why the risk profile for this type of plan. Is set to very high. So, which business model is right for you as an investor? And that's, you know, really there is no right or wrong answer. Um, it's really dependent on what your goals and objectives are as a as a real estate investor, as an individual, and what your you know what is your individual skill set. Um, if you're doing the deals yourself, or are you a passive investor working with an operator? Um, you know, where are you in your investing journey? And it's also not a bad idea to to simply diversify with different business plans within your real estate portfolio. So you may have something that is, you know, more stable. You know, a, a core business plan. Uh, you may have a value add business plan so that you have some stable uh, cash flow along with some upside potential uh, from a value add business plan. Nothing wrong with diversifying. I, I would say that as a, um, you know, as a, as a novice investor. Um, you know, stick to stick to the, the plans that are probably on the lower uh, risk spectrum. Um, you know, new new development, new construction for multifamily properties. I, I think that's really for a more seasoned investor. Definitely for a more aggressive investor because the returns uh, can be significantly better. But you are taking on you know quite a bit more risk, especially since uh, there is no uh, no cash flow during the construction period. And it could be a number of years before you see any cash flow uh, from that particular um, uh, type of business plan. So that's that wraps up our conversation on business plans. I do hope that you found some value in this uh, short episode. Um, you know, listening to these you know passive investor tips. Uh, feel free to reach out to me anytime if you have questions about anything that I'm talking about. I'm always happy to be a mentor, a resource or to answer any questions that uh, come up from from listening to this episode. And if you did find value, uh, please share this episode with someone that you think would also uh, have some interest or find value in in, uh, the the types of investor tips that we're uh, talking about here today. Um, If you found value, as always, please leave a five-star rating and a review. Just goes a tremendous way in terms of helping to continue to grow the show um, and to Uh, attract the types of content and guests that you as our listeners both want to and need to listen to. So thanks again for listening to this episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. Have a great week, everyone. I really appreciate you being here. And thanks again for listening.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, how anyone can invest in apartment buildings, and be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.